welcome to the IMDb Journey podcast, where not only do we break down a one film a fortnight from the IMDb Top 250 list, but we also do a wide variety of other things, including games, drafts, and quizzes, and more games, and we talk about everything else we've been watching as well. And today, like always, it's no exception, I'm joined by my usual and quite boring co-host, Hendo. Hendo, how are you going today, my friend? I'm alright. <laughs> Why are you so down today? <laughs> I walk in, you're all depressed. What's wrong? Penny for your thoughts. I'm not depressed at all, you bastard. <laughs> I thought we were doing some sort of weird running gag where you were going to be no, sad this episode. I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing all right. Had a fun week. Back at work. Fun, wo- fun week? Yeah, back at work. Pray tell. That oh, was good. Good to get back into work. it. Work. <laughs> it was. It. Have, you ne- have you not been at home and you're like, oh, can you get back to work and start running the store again? You ever had that? Yeah, all the time. I wish I was at work right now, Hendo. Really? Because I think I've heard you say at least once before that you were super keen to get back to work and having time off has uh, been a bit too much now. You want to get back into it. Well, that was a different Dean. <laughs> this is a much older and grumpier oh, Dean. shriveled Dean. <laughs> a much more get-off-my-lawn Dean. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, how's your week been, mate? Uh, golf? Golf? Just, nah, no, no golf. Just more well, you're done with it now. That's two, that's two weeks no golf. You're uh, done. Is I'm that work- over? I'm working like 37 out of 42 days or something stupid. What about those other couple of days no golf there no it's family time mate got to put in those hours <laughs> like a job <laughs> oh well i mean i never looked at it like that hendo <laughs> anyway hendo what are we doing today well today we're up to pod v pod 24 my friend and it's a rematch we've got duty Dutrum from shaken not nerd he's back with a vengeance he is back and he tied with us last time he uh came on the podcast so i'm a little nervous at, at uh what could what this could bring I expect an epic battle this time. Yeah, me too. No doubt. There'll be right answers, left, right, and centre. Yes, hopefully just from us, though. Yes. And after Pod V Pod 24, we'll be looking at the answers that you, the listeners, gave to our question of the week, which is, what is your favourite film of 2019 so far? Which is also our top five, as usual, which means we'll also find out the winner of our latest competition to see who got the same number one as us. Yes, yes. Hopefully there's heaps of people that we can... Uh... Disappoint. <laughs> Yes, disappoint. Wouldn't There's- be hard to do. Well, <laughs> man, this is depressing today. <laughs> and then after that, we'll take a look at the final 16 results of the best 1980s film tournament, and we'll catch up on our bracket results, see how we're going so far. And then, after all that, we'll be looking at what else we've been watching for the last two weeks, which is a lot smaller than usual since mm. this challenge is over. Going back to the usual routine. Nothing wrong with smaller hand, though. You say that yourself all the time, don't you? <laughs> but before we get into all that, Dean, Phase 4 of Marvel just got announced, mate. Yes, a, a huge lineup of movies and TV shows that are coming for the next couple of years. So Pretty much. There's some... 2021 is going to be all Marvel. All Marvel, all the time. It's it's large. It is large. I'm kind Nothing of ex- wrong with large, Dean. I'm excited for the uh, the real Mandarin hopefully getting getting his dues in the Shang-Chi movie. Ah, uh, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Mm. I don't know what that means, but I think it has something to do with the Mandarin. Yeah. Uh, I think Doctor Strange as well. Multiverse of Madness. Uh, just going off that title could be game-changing. Madness. Could be game-changing. I heard you have to watch the WandaVision TV show to understand that. Yeah, I don't know about all these TV shows. It's a lot to ask. Yes, it is. Like, it's... I mean, it's not hard for me, but (laughs) it's hard enough for some people to keep up with all these movies that come out, but... If we're talking, dust. if we're talking seasons of TV now that we need to be watching, it's it's a big ask. I'm pretty pumped for Thor. 
loving Thunder. Ragnarok was awesome. And bringing Taika Waititi back, it's going to be just as good, hopefully. Yeah. All right, Dean, enough chit-chat. Let's get into Pod V Pod 24. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, it's time for Pod V Pod 24, Dean, where we have some of your favourite podcasters on for a battle of different movie games. And this week, Dean, we're still... Down Under, he's back again, but he's flying solo this week. We've got Duty Dutrum from Shaken Not Nerd back to take us on. How are you, mate? Duty, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, fellas. Um, I'm flying solo. Um, I have... Uh, yeah, I'm flying solo. Yeah, no, I've got... Strategically? Yeah, strategically, <laughs> I'm... I'm <laughs> Yeah, no, I've got nothing. I would normally have a co-pilot, but Monday nights are gym and someone's working and someone's pretending to write episodes of another podcast and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> so who knows what's going on, um, but I- I'm here to, to rally said troops, I guess. I don't know. Fly the baton? Can you fly a baton? Wave, wave the flag? Flag, yeah. Yeah, fly the flag high? Yeah, so it's a white flag. Um, it, <laughs> it looks well, like, that was easy. <laughs> it looks like underwear <laughs> on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully, well, not hopefully, you can do better than what you did last time. You came so close to winning last time, but managed to eke out a draw after your uh, failed botch question that you Don't look at me. told us was that, wrong. That was Tom. That was Tom. <laughs> Blatant cheating in my eyes. <laughs> well, look, how about the winner? The winner of this one. Uh, if you guys win, I will. I'll get you some yogurt. I know there's a great yogurt place near you guys. <laughs> get you some yogurt. OMG, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For anyone who hasn't heard about Shake Not Nerd, why don't you uh, let them know what it's all about? Um, yeah, so it's a it's a twice-weekly sort of uh, show on uh, that you can find on like Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that crap. Uh, Mondays, we release the movie talk, um, which is Shake and Not Nerd. So this week, we talked about San Diego Comic-Con, and we reviewed uh, the film, if you can call it the film, of, uh, of Lion King. Um, and on Friday, we release Shake and Not Noob, which is our video game one, where we solve talk about nothing but video games. Nice, excellent. So plenty of variety for movie movie buffs and video game buffs. Yeah, excellent. Which is most people. Yes. <laughs> people who listen to us, basically. De- definitely everyone that listens to us. <laughs> well, look, we haven't got you know fresh fly haircuts or smooth voice like butter like you guys have got, but we've got five people yelling at microphones, so you know, do with that what you will. Fair enough. All right, Duty, if you're ready to go, we will get into it. Yes. Let's start off with our standard movie quiz. Pop quiz, asshole. And it's basically five questions, one point per correct guess. All right, we'll ask the first question to you, mate. All right. First category is Pixar. Okay. In Inside Out, what was the occupation of the hunky man that the mum daydreamed about on and off throughout the movie? Oh, crap. I haven't seen Inside Out. It's like one of the only Pixar films I haven't seen. Wow, what a hole. <laughs> well, look, uh, I'm going to say Hunky Man. Um, look, I-, I would say a sailor. Is it a sailor? It's not. It is a helicopter pilot. Oh, look, well, it's a close profession. One's on the land, one's in the sea. Sounds like they couldn't be further apart. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it was the Dwayne the Rock Johnson saving people from earthquakes. <laughs> All right, one down, Duty. We'll take the next question, obviously. Dean, you can take this one. Okay, All right. what do you got, Duty? Now, I, I haven't categorised them into themes, but I've tried to separate them into some what form of themes. And question number one, what classic Star Wars ship is rumoured to make its return in Star Wars Episode Nine? <laughs> Are you serious? I knew this was coming. <laughs> you, you've got to be joking. I am not. What ship? <sighs> um... Okay, ship. 
This is even worse for Dean, who stays away so much from like spoilery future anything about any movies coming up. Ship. Uh, no, I, I mean, come on. I got no idea. The only ship I know is the Millennium Falcon. And that's already returned. So, so, so think what's what's a ship that hasn't been in the new series that's been in the original original trilogy uh, that's going to come back? Does does the Death Star count? No. Then I have no idea. Seriously, I don't know ship <laughs> names and models. And <sighs> you're killing me. You're killing me. It is the Y wing. Oh, of course. Oh, seriously. The- <laughs> Once you, th- once you think about it, it's like the X-Wing's been in it, the A-Wing's been no, in it, but no, there's no Y-Wing. there is no once I think about it. <laughs> they're all ships. They're either the Millennium Falcon or they're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's not the Millennium Falcon. Oh, look at Salty Dean here. <sighs> num num, good all topic. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, next question for you, Duty. Yes. Uh, in the theme of uh, Star Wars here... Uh, the category is box office. What film surpassed A New Hope as the highest grossing film of all time at that time? Oh, crap. Um, I want to say Jaws. No. Oh. Uh, it's actually E.T. Oh, really? Interestingly, Star Wars A New Hope actually took that mantle off Jaws. Oh, well, they're, they're look, thinking of the wrong it's way, all, It's all connected. Yeah. It's just two mates slapping each other for the top box office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and nowadays, it's just Disney paying themselves money. Pretty much. Well, it's working for them. Mm. All right, Duty, I'll take the next question. All right, hopefully this one's easy. It's not a Star Wars question. Then it is. <laughs> what are Superman's main three weaknesses? Three weaknesses? Yes. Hmm... Okay, well, I'll say the easy one, which is kryptonite. Yep. Man, I wish I got this question. Do you actually know it? I mean, I would have a decent stab at the next two, but... Uh, is it the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, oh, I feel like this is wrong, and I'm getting my uh, knowledge maybe from Quest for Peace, but I'm going to say the sun. Oh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yep. Wow. I'm being I'm being friendly. It's a it's a friendly game of polo we're having here, gentlemen. Oh, I'm I'm stumped for the third though. I honestly thought I was gonna you know, swing and a miss for the second. Uh, hmm. No, I I've I have no idea. Uh, his weakness is his love for Lois Lane. No, his main three weaknesses are of course kryptonite, the light of a red sun, which was the sun that orbited uh, Krypton before it blew up, and magic. Magic? Yep. How vague. Because he can't actually physically grip magic. Like, he can't do anything against magic. It's something that ah, fights off against him, yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Mm. Interesting. All right. We are doing so very well here, all of us, with I, a I would, deal. To- I would have totally accepted Lois Lane, just putting that out there. <laughs> well, <laughs> look. Maybe next time we can just, you know, swap teams. <laughs> maybe maybe in a week's time we'll get an apology from you sent to us yet again saying uh, it actually was Lois Lane. <laughs> Well, look, guys, if I win, maybe I'll get the yogurt. I don't know. (laughs) All right, mate, your third question here to get at least one point on the board so far Mm -hmm. for any of us. Fantasy sci-fi. Okay. Who plays Will Smith's fighter pilot friend Jimmy in Independence Day? Oh, shit. I've seen it. Um, Good start. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yep. Um, 
I feel, uh, nah, I'm, I have no idea to be honest. Um, I was gonna say maybe it's something to do with Top Gun, but I haven't even seen Top Gun. Uh, honestly, have no idea to be honest. Nah. That's all right. It was a hard one. Dean had no idea. It was uh, Harry Connick Jr. Oh, really? Famous actor, Harry Connick Jr. Famous 90s singer, Dean. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Will Smith is known for his singing. <laughs> Do you see his face, or is it just one of the one of the, like you just see like his eye line in the helmet? No, no, they have like a, a couple of chats before they head out for their fight. Oh right, yeah, yeah. it's been a hot minute since I've seen that actually. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. All right, Dean, let's, <laughs> we're still going to get this point. <laughs> All right, well, sticking in the theme of uh, of comic books, Mike Mignola designed Mr. Freeze for Batman the Animated Series. What famous comic book character is Mike Mignola known for creating? You teased me with the, the Mr. Freeze stuff. Uh, oh, this is tough. I'm just... Um, are, you, are, you, are you familiar with Mike Mignola? Have you heard about this? Have no. you seen about this? Uh, <laughs> No, I'm not familiar with that uh, that guy there. You will have seen his character in movies. That does narrow it yeah, down. Yeah, well, wait, wait to thin um, it down, duty. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm helping. I'm helping. Oh, gee. Yep. Let's. I don't know. I've got. I've got no idea. Like, is it? Is, like, I want to ask all these questions, but no, that would be that would be cheating. So I probably should ask you because that's right up your alley. Jeez, <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> nice. no, 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 no. Um, I don't know. I've just is it another Batman villain? No, uh, it is not a DC or Marvel owned property. Oh wow, that's... that is your only hint. That is a biggish hint. Uh, there goes the first hundred guesses I would have. <laughs> <laughs> not Marvel or DC, and I've seen it in movies plural. I'm pretty sure you said. Character. No, I, no, I've got no idea. No idea? Give up? Nah, pass. That is Hellboy. Ooh. Alright. Fair enough. Mm, mm. Bad movie they came out, I think, earlier this year, but the previous year weren't bad. Still haven't seen the new one? Don't. Don't. I still might. I probably <laughs> Even will. If it's on streaming. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you seen some of the shit I watched this year? I think this will be okay. I don't know, man. Uh, it's one of the, I think the one of, if not the lowest movie I've reviewed this year. Wow, even lower than Lion King. Oh yeah, Lion King is what three and a half. Yeah, it's about that. It's it's not good. It's not good at all. I think I, I, might stay away I, I think I physically get angry doing our uh, doing our Hellboy review. It's <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> all right, your fourth question here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in Top Gun, what is the model and? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> really? Uh, no, all right. <laughs> no. Let's go. Let's go. What have we got? Category is Denzel Washington. Oh, great. All right. Virtuosity paired Denzel Washington with what future Oscar winner? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Ooh, no, it was actually Russell Crowe. Damn it. <laughs> See, look, we're, we're both doing the same thing here because we're both giving each other questions that none of us know the answers to. Not even close. Like no one is getting near this future Oscar winner. I'm like, well, he, j- well, like he's already just sort of recently-ish gotten one. So Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't a bad step in the dark. No, he did all right. Fine. Would have been just as good to pick uh, Adrian Brody because it was also wrong. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> while we're at it, he's your go-to Oscar winner. <laughs> Why'd you? I would have said Russell Crowe. Honestly, a person. He was great in Predators. Remember Predators? <laughs> I thought Russell Crowe, like, well, who won it after him? I'm like, Adrian Brody. That was my initial thought. Anyway, my turn to answer the question. 
And uh, all right, we, let's, we haven't even got a point yet. Uh, we're, uh, we're going, we're going hard zero. This zero. is this is golf rules, fellas. Let's just let's it's golf rules. <laughs> this is another comic book question, guys. Shocker. Iron Fist and Luke Cage are both members of the Defenders and the Avengers, but what is their iconic duo name known as? Jesus. <laughs> okay, so who was it? Nick it was. Uh, Luke, Ca- Nick, Luke, it wasn't Nick Cage. Cage. <laughs> it's Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Yes. So I'm going to 50-50 on Iron Cage or Luke Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Fist. Yeah. No. Let's go. We'll go Iron Cage. I have no idea. Legit, no idea. Yeah, but uh, that that is incorrect. Whether you want to take another stab at it or not is up to you. No, nah, no. Nah, I'll tap out. I, I will legit be sitting here for five minutes. They are the heroes for hire. Wow. They do, are, do many people hire them? They're, yeah, people like they're, they're street superheroes. Like people hire them to, you know, like, oh, my guitar was stolen. I need you to go find it. Cat in the Tree? Yeah, it's it's actually a really good series. Cool. Not enough for me to get a point, though. No, no. I'll give you the book, though. The book's really good. I might take you up on that. But more likely not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> All right. We're both on four nils at the moment nil nil one question left this is a riveting pod v pod so far oh, yeah. <laughs> got some great All ones right, mate our last question for you is in the category of crime okay in the final scene of the godfather part two fuck off <laughs> <laughs> Vito Corleone's 50th birthday is retconned to coincide with what historical event Bastille Day Bastille Day uh, it's a random guess I haven't seen godfather uh, I don't know what's worse, that answer or the fact that you haven't seen Godfather. It is actually Pearl Harbor. Oh. Have you seen that? All of the movies on your list, I don't think I saw one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Independence Day I saw about 15 years ago. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, all right. So this is our opportunity. This Here is we our, go. This is our one chance. You can take it home now. <laughs> Are you ready? What do you got for us, mate? It's another Let me guess. Star it is in, Wars. Is it in the no. category? Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not. <laughs> Are you ready for the final question? I'll let you. Yeah, I'll let's let, do I'll, it. Yeah, I'll be generous. I'll let you both have an answer each because I, I'm. It's a. It's an interesting question. Look at you. All right. You're so generous. Oh, I'm just. I'm a top-notch bloke. Uh, in Marvel comic books, according to Doctor Strange, who is one of the most powerful beings on Earth? Doctor Strange has called his powers boundless and godlike. And as long as Johnny is in control, his powers are kept in check. I think that Johnny hint has a lot to do with it. I mean, are we are we thinking the, the human torch? I was thinking Johnny Blaze, but as, as long as Johnny has something to do with it, is he talking about himself? What? Or is, he, or is Johnny talking about someone else from the Fantastic Four? I don't know what you're talking about. Who, who do you think? I, th- I think it's the human torch. Okay, and now I'm offering a suggestion. Do you think he's talking about someone else and not himself? But he just said it's Doctor Strange talking. Yeah, he's talking about, and if Johnny, like he's mentioning Johnny, but is Johnny has something to do with his other person? I think the Human Torch would fit. Well, you this. can say the Human Torch. Uh, my, my guess, uh, my guess is the Human Torch. Are you taking two guesses? I uh, guess each, or are you just locking in the one answer? I just want to hear if that's right first. I, I'm guessing from the the not instant. Yes, you're right that that is not right. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I'll, then, I'll, then I'll and then I'll, I'll, I'll say Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. Look, you had it for a split second and then you lost it. It is Johnny Blaze, the Ghost Rider. You know, in all honesty, I actually thought Johnny Blaze was the human toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, no. Johnny Storm is the human torch. Oh, man. 
It should have. Oh. As soon as you All said right. Johnny Blaze, I'm like, oh, he's got it. He's got it. And then yeah, Human uh, Torch? Because yeah, I was thinking it. Johnny Blaze is Human Torch. And then you're saying Human Torch. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That was, that was something separate that I was saying. And I was thinking and it's the same person. Said Johnny Blaze. But out of nowhere, let's go Silver Surfer. No wonder we were so confused. You're thinking you're I, I, I could see, I could see where you were going, though, because Johnny Blaze and it's like Human Torch. His name is Johnny. And then it's like, no, it's not him. Who's another powerful, fantastic fall guy? Silver Surfer is pretty damn powerful. So I could see that mindset. Thank you, Duty. It was wrong, but I could see yes. the mindset. And you had the damn name. <laughs> you just didn't and have the hero name. Yeah, yeah, I would never have known that Johnny Blaze was Ghost Rider. I haven't seen any... You haven't seen Ghost Rider? No, I haven't seen either of the, the Ghost mo- Riders. The movies are atro- atrocious. They're not good. <laughs> Nick Cage in his, all of his glory. <laughs> They're not good movies, but reading the books, he's incredibly interesting. Oh, man. Well, Nil all. It's good job, guys. It's been a while. Golf rolls. <laughs> Oh, man, that was um, exhausting. (laughs) But let's see if we can get at least one point each in our next game, which is... Wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? Where both teams have three actors or actresses and the other team has to guess what is their known for movies on their IMDb page. Now, Duty, we asked you the question first in the first game. You can ask us, or you can give us the first actor first. And, Dean, you can go first this time. Let it be known, you guys have done a lot of actors, so it took me about... An hour and a half to go through that <laughs> list and pull Mate, three people you. out who haven't been pulled on that list. Yeah, it, it takes me a while as well to come up with people. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't got to a point where someone gives someone who is actually on the other person's list. That's actually a really good point because I went through that list and went, oh, I typed in that name and then bang, it's been used. It's been used. Um, so I've gotten three and I, I, look, I'm going to start off with my number three and then move up to number one. Number, my number three is Nathan Fillion. Cool, that's a good one. Is it? It is. It's good for you, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I hope. I hope so much. It is who I think it is. Uh, Serenity. Correct. Firefly. Correct. No idea what else. Uh, what is this guy in? Uh, Man, I'm gonna bang my head against the wall. You are. Yeah. What is it? Super obvious. I think. Well, no. I don't think. I'm not so. even gonna throw a hint at you. Oh, you are too kind. Playing uh, by the rules. There's a good clean clean game English. Is that a clue? No, 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 it's just there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Where else have I seen that gorgeous head of hair? Right. Yeah, I got nothing. I would say the other um, two. You would you should have said Saving Private Ryan, and I would have said Castle. I've got Castle. I do not have Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. He's the the re- like the other Private Ryan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, another movie I have not seen. Oh, God. Jesus. Duty. Look, I'm a busy man. I managed two shows. <laughs> yeah, all right. But yeah, next time you're on, you have to have seen Saving Brother Ryan. All right? All right. If not, you owe us a yogurt. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. You could owe me a yogurt. You've only got, what, two points? But <laughs> you're none. <laughs> yeah. It's anybody's game. Coming up with a wet sale. Well... Alright. Yeah, let's see how you go with this one. Alright, your first person will be Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Um, yes. Also known as Steve Buscemi. 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 Bushcummy. Um, Bushcummy. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> Same person. Um, I'm going to say Boardwalk Empire. No. Oh, really? Okay. Um, shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. I'm going to name some fucking Sandler films then. 
um, Mr. Deeds? No. Damn it. Um, I know he's in gr- the Grown Ups films, but I doubt that'll be on the Biskimi list. Um, shit. Was he in Waterboy? Uh, crap, this is actually really hard. He's actually a really good choice as well. Thank you. <laughs> Look, I'm going to lock in Grown Ups 1. No. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. Um, shit, Biskimi. What are you in? Uh, oh crap he's in, Is he in that fucking school one with Matthew McConaughey I've forgotten what it's called I think it's, I think that's the movie I'm thinking of oh, I'm going to pass I'm not, not, not going to name it And I doubt Grown Ups 2 is on there Oh duty uh, Duty, duty, duty I think you could have got one at least here Okay We've got Reservoir Dogs Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Mr Pussy himself uh, We've also got Fargo haven't seen that, but I've heard very good things. It's very good. The Death of Stalin. Haven't seen that. And Ghost World. Haven't seen that. Yeah, that Ghost World was probably a tough one to get. Fuck, I completely forgot about Reservoir Dogs because he's so young in that film as well. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's still, that, yeah. still yet to score a point there, yeah. Judy. I don't know if you're doing this on purpose now, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take this one. All right, are you ready? I am. I've got John DiMaggio. I just want to thank you for giving me Nathan. <laughs> uh, Futurama. Correct. Oh, I know he's done some DC animated, but I, for the life of me, I've watched like 45 of these films recently and I can't tell you what he was in. I can tell you what oh. he was in. Oh, good for you. Well, maybe I'll get a point. <laughs> <laughs> what else has he voiced? Jeez. I mean, he's... God. I mean, he would have done so many... Voice roles. Mm-hmm. He's a lovely person as well. Have you met him? Yes. Nice. You know who he is, Dean? He uh, did the voice in Futurama. You don't know who though. He does Bender. Bender. Yeah. He's also Bender? in uh, Gears of War. That is not on the list. Damn it. That's my next pick. Well, thank you. Ah, uh, jeez. Oh. oh, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to start with these DC animated films as well. Uh, I believe he is only in one DC animated film as well. Oh, I'm not going to go anywhere near them then. <laughs> Well, it's better than your nothing. <laughs> well, animated films. Animated shows? Nah. Man, I'm stumped. All right, I'm going to throw three random DC animated films at you. Mm-hmm. Justice League Dark. No. Don't give me a gross look, Dean. You've got no idea. Such a random one to pick, though. Did I not say it was random? I mean, it's, it's a good movie. Random. He's not going to be in, you know, Dark Knight Returns and Phantasm and that. Uh, let's go with... I can't even remember the names of these ones now. Justice League War. No. And uh, Assault on Arkham. No. I believe the don't, only, give me, uh, don't give me gross looks. you got no <laughs> idea. I believe the only one he's in is the Red Hood and he plays the Joker. Oh, okay. Mm. But the you other didn't films, know that. I knew that. No, you didn't. <laughs> the other films uh, are Transformers Age of Extinction. Okay. Transformers The Last Knight. You son of a bitch. And Princess Mononoke. Oh, the dub one. Yep. Nah, the Japanese the ja- one. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm happy with one. You guys are on three points. And individually, we've both got a point each at least, except for you, Duty. Hey, man, look, I'm flying solo. Uh, I've taken a couple oh, of hits. that as an excuse. I've taken a couple you... hits to the engine. I'm going down. But just like Tom Hardy and fucking Dunkirk, I'll be flying for 45 minutes. <laughs> well, let's see how you go with Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton. Doctor Strange. No. She's in Doctor Strange, yeah? Yes. That is the person I'm thinking of, yeah? It is. Uh, Narnia, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe? No. Oh, what the fuck? 
Um, Constantine. Please tell me you're doing this on purpose. No. <laughs> it, it is the person I'm thinking of, isn't it, though? Yeah. Yes, yes, it, it is. is. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not, I'm not thinking of the wrong fucking person. <laughs> no, that was Rachel Weiss. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. I'll put Avengers Endgame because she's in it for a hot second. No. Wow. Duty. What you the? are on a run. What this the? is impressive now. <laughs> Look, okay. All right, Fair enough. we've got... We need to talk about Kevin. Haven't seen it. Snowpiercer. Haven't seen it. That's great. Suspiria. Haven't seen it. And the Grand Budapest Hotel. Haven't seen it. Damn. Duty. I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> Look, maybe, maybe I could get a good one of sympathy points for not seeing any of the movies you're saying. Nah. None from me. Oh, that's fine. All right. Last round. Collaboration. What do you got for us, mate? I have... One of the nicest men in show business, Mr. Kevin Conroy. I mean, this is just a, like a Russian roulette of movies here. Uh, Where do we start? I think just, I think we should do the series. The series or the movie? I think we should do the series. I think we should do Batman the Animated Series. No. Okay. <laughs> you did this last time. We didn't lock that one in. Uh, no, that's okay. No, all right. We'll, we'll, take, we'll take the no. Well, we got... Okay, so... Duty, give us a second. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, wait no for he is not in <laughs> give us a second. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I say one movie, do you think it's... Nah. <laughs> well, look, we've got uh, to play it even here. I'm fucking losing 3-0. <laughs> okay. Um, now, Hendo, do we do we do Phantasm? I think we do. Okay. Lock in Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> Correct. All right. If we get one more, that's it. Now, where... Do you want to throw a weird one in, or do you want to go with some of the bigger ones, like... Um, oh, he's, he, he didn't do uh, Dark Knight Returns, did he? That was someone else. That was Peter Weller. Mm, Robocop. What about Red Hood? Was that him? I just remember that Neil Patrick Harris was in that. Yeah, we can do Under and, the Red Hood. And John DiMaggio. But no. No. All right. One more. What random one? What's what's one of, one of the other popular ones? You won? You won? No, no. No? Is that that not wasn't him? him. I don't don't, Are you don't sure? say it like I, would, I should know. Yeah, nah, nah, definitely not. You sure? Yeah. You sure? Are you sure? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Ben McKenzie. Are you sure? Ah, that is true. It is him. Yeah. It, bloody duty trying to... Can't, what? What, what, what about, through? like, an Arkham game or something, Hendo? No, no. You have a Batman tattoo as well, though, don't you? Little one. Oh, Little. you're doing so well. Oh, <laughs> hey, you have not got a single one right. Because I haven't <laughs> seen any of the damn movies anyone's in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What about like uh, what's the what's the son of Batman? What about yeah, that? I like Son of Batman. Yeah, listen that? that one. Son of Batman. No shit. The right. other ones. Uh, I sh- yeah, that's all four, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. What were they? Batman: The Killing Joke. Yuck. Uh, we got Justice League Doom. Oh yeah. And we got yeah, Batman: Arkham City. I can't remember what that one was. Batman: Arkham City a is game. a video game. Oh, it's a oh, video game. That's I why I can't remember. Told you. <laughs> oh, who gives a shit? <laughs> we got four points at the moment. Dude, he needs to get all four to tie. All right. Well, it's it's doable. It's anybody's game. <laughs> All right, Duty. Yeah. Your last person, and I hope you know who this is. I haven't is. got anyone to collaborate with, mind you, as well. So I'm just going yeah, off the top of my head. Yes. Okay. <laughs> is uh, Mr. James Earl Jones himself? Ooh. Okay. Um, the Lion King. No. What the? Yes. Fuck? Hey, we won. <laughs> Star Wars uh, A New Hope. No! <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. No! Oh, come on, please. What the living fuck driving Miss Daisy? No! 
You should have kept going. Return oh, of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, there. That's the best one as well. Uh, uh, also, what else do we have? We have Rogue One, a Star Wars story. What there. the fuck? It's a great <laughs> film, but it should not be on his top four on IMDb. That's what he's known for. Uh, also, Coming to America. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> and lastly, The Hunt for Red October. Uh, do you not enjoy do the I, Royal Baths? I do. I, I, I am, I'm very, very, very I impressed. Know. I can't believe The Lion King's not on there. Uh, yeah, me neither. That's... Like Rogue One's on there, but the original, like the first two Star Wars films, aren't on there. It, that doesn't make sense. That's the fun of this game. Fuck right off, honestly. The duty. I've just written down uh, twelve crosses here. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I, I'm. I'm very impressed. It's. Good, it's good work. Well, look. I. You know. I couldn't have done it alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's tie in the first game, and it's a win for us in the second. So let's see how we go in this week's movie drive. Now, Duty, what'd you pick for us, mate? I picked the uh, the best horror slash sort of uh, creature slasher characters. So, like, murderous killers in movies. Famous Excellent. killers. That's good. I think I, when I mentioned it to Dean, he thought you were talking about, like... Yeah, I thought you were talking about the good guys and the, all these teen girls in all these films. I was like, geez, this is going to be really hard. <laughs> no. All right. So as always, we let you decide who is going to go first. Look, I'm not a, I'm not a, an, an angry man, so I'm going to go first. Okay. And what is going to be your first pick? My first pick is one of, if not my personal favourite, out of everything. I find he is the most original character when it comes to his his backstory and his abilities and even his attire. And that is Mr. Freddy Krueger. Good pick. Solid choice. Okay. It uh, doesn't matter who goes first out of us, Dean, so you can take it. Uh, I will take... Uh, I'll take Jason. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. I... I mean, i gotta, I got to take Michael Myers. Yeah, I'm marking these up on my list as well. What did you guys think of the new announcement for two new Halloween films? I was very excited. I've heard minimal information about it, but <laughs> I'm intrigued. I just don't understand it, though. Like, didn't he die at the end of the Halloween remake? He should have, because he's fucking human. <laughs> don't they say that at the end of every horror film? Well, it makes sense for some of them, because, like, Jason is not necessarily human when the sixth film or the seventh film comes around. He's sort of like The sixth zombie. film is when it got kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, six <laughs> is be, when he comes fair, back to life when he gets struck by lightning. The entire Friday the 13th franchise is garbage. There's some good stuff in there. Eh... Anyway, you got two picks, mate. I got two picks. Okay, I'm going to go with. Um, he's recently had a resurgence and he, he's getting very, very popular. I'm going to go with Pennywise the Clown. Very good choice. Mmm. Uh, very much looking forward to the new film. And my next pick is he, she, it is a iconic piece of, of cinema, and that's going to be the Xenomorph. Good. That's that's a that's a good one. Uh, Duty, what's your thoughts on the fact that Dean turned the first chapter uh, of it off because it was that shit? Apparently, I'm literally gonna slap you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like watch the original TV made for TV I know, movie. I know, so good. And then I you... could never compare to Tim Curry. Tim Curry's very good in regards to he he actually sort of acts like a clan and and all that sort of stuff. Like he you know 
that has like little toys and stuff like that he pulls out and acts like a clan with. But I found Skarsgård's like ability to just split his eyes and stuff like that is just mm. horrifying. Like, yeah, and his eyes the change CGI color. The CGI was stuff. very impressive. <laughs> no, that's actually his eyes. He can actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dean, take our third pick. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> All right. I will take Chucky off the board. Ooh. Okay. All right. My pick. Man, I, I don't know if we're going to get this back in the last round. I want to try and save this as the fifth round pick, but I'm just I'm a little scared. I'm going to take it. I am going with Jaws. Ooh. I actually completely didn't think of Jaws. He's not even on my Damn list. it. I could have had it on the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually very good. I completely spaced on that one. Mm. Nice. All right. You've got two picks, two final picks here for yourself. What are you going with? Okay, I am going to go with... I'm, I'm going to do it for, my, for our mate Paul. I'm going to go with The Thing. That's a good choice. I actually didn't even think of that. Hmm. It's one that completely escapes my mind into the last minute. Um, and the, yeah, for the last one, he's more of a newer... He's more on the new side of, of slasher horror characters because he was released in the 90s, but I'm going to go with Ghostface. Yep, that's not bad. Oh, okay... Dean, we've got one last pick here. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, there's some, you know, semi-iconic people left. Go on. Could go go Leatherface, but... I don't have him on my list. I kind of like... I kind of like Norman Bates. Didn't even think of him as well. My other thought was Jigsaw, but I don't think that's going to be that good. He doesn't necessarily... Like, just as as a conversation thing... Like, I've got him on my list. He's, he's written down on my list, but he doesn't necessarily... Like, the original Jigsaw, at least, doesn't necessarily kill people. Like no, his, that's, not the, that's not the theme, though, is it? We're just talking about horror yeah, characters? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm still not picking him. <laughs> I, I don't mind Norman Bates. I think that's uh, that's a good... Is it the Vince Vaughn version? Of, obviously. Yeah, sweet. Okay, cool. We're on the same page. Because <laughs> we like shot-for-shot shot remakes, don't we? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> we also like sequels or prequels, you know, 40, 50 years prior to the film, like Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Definitely. No, I'm, I'm good for Norman Bates. All right. I think that's a good we'll pick. take Norman Bates. All right. Oh. Okay. Let's go through it again. Duty, you have picked Freddy Krueger, yes. Pennywise, the Xenomorph, The Thing, and Ghostface. And we have gone with Jason, Michael Myers, Chucky, Jaws, and Norman Bates. The Jaws one really, really surprised me. I completely... Did not think of that. Yeah, I didn't think about the thing. I think that's a just as good of a pick. Mm. But the, I had I had an initial list, and I've got Pinhead on there. But Pinhead isn't very. He's recognisable, but he's not necessarily famous. And then I had like Patrick Bateman. I've got Jigsaw. Yeah. Um, there's a yeah, massive, massive list to choose from here. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've got, both got uh, two good teams here. And well, you know, going by your record tonight, you might end up on zero percent. Who knows? <laughs> Oh, look, that's fine. Um, I clearly have the better... Like, if, if our teams fought each other, I would win. Hmm. Uh, yes, yeah. it would. <laughs> yeah. I... We, we have an actual human, a shark. So just get out of the water and you're fine. <laughs> You've got two humans, a shark, a zombie, some, and a some doll. Some middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> My only human is a ghost face. Man, yeah, your, your team would definitely kill ours in a heartbeat. But... We'll let the listeners decide this in a blind movie draft as usual. So by the time this episode comes out, the result will have been known. Ooh. Mm. Look, this will at least give me like, what, one point if I win this? Look, I'm happy with one point. If, if you win the draft, it's a tie. Oh, right. After all that, would you believe it? After all that, <laughs> it would be a tie. 
I would have a serious like we could both just buy yogurt for each other. That'd just be a, a lovely transferring of the gurt. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I strangely would be okay with that. <laughs> I'd pick your flavour, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> As punishment. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. Duty, thank you so much for coming back on the show and having another Pod v Pod battle with us. It was great. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, I think next time, should there be a next time, I won't do it alone. I'll, worst case scenario, I'll get my wife. But um, yeah, doing this alone is is essentially the equivalent of one X wing going up against the damn Death Star. It's just not. It's just not cricket. Hey, we're more than happy to take on the entire Shake and Not Nerd crew. You want to get them together? It'd be a a riot. Well, fellas, the door's open for you guys to come down. We're getting a we're actually moving into an actual studio um, in a in a couple of months as well. So more than welcome to come down. the The door is open. Yes, for anyone who doesn't know, we actually do live quite close to each other. So who knows? You might get a live pod v pod. T- too close for my liking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can just personal space. Literally, back the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, where can the listeners find you if they don't know where to find you? You already mentioned it, but for those people who weren't listening. Um, yeah, look, uh, we're tagged in this post when it's probably going up, so you can find us via there. But um, Shaker Not Nerd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we do have a Twitch account for our gaming things, which is Shaken Not Noob. Uh, we have YouTube as well, where we've got interviews with uh, celebrity guests from Melbourne Comic Con that we were lucky enough to interview, as well as essentially the latest and greatest in, in game reviews. I think by the time this episode uh, releases, our video review for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Nintendo Switch should be available, and that is a very good game. Excellent. All right. Once again, thank you very much, Duty. Thanks and, so much. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, thank you for having me, guys. All right, Dan, it's time for... It's my question! The question, jerk! Where we asked you is, what is your favourite film of 2019 so far? Now, let's just get this out of the way, mate. This hashtag Alita Army. Man, do they come out in full force. They're passionate. We got so many responses for Alita Battle Angel. It was insane. Yeah, no, kudos to them. It's good that they've rallied behind a common cause and all that jazz. Kind of makes me want to watch it. Does it really? Well, let's see what all the fuss is about. I might watch it next time. Okay. But let's take a look at some non-Alita responses here. First one from Alex Hill, John Wick 3, a masterclass. Louis Ream says, My favourite film of 2019 so far is not a sequel, not part of a franchise, although the lead character has been known to wear a cape, Rocket Man." a good choice it is the cinema guys say midsomara has jumped to the top of the list it's unfortunately not out in australia yet no super annoyed about that yeah super pumped to see that ryan taylor says us a modern horror masterpiece that i cannot get enough of well this is one of us how wrong you are awesome patron dan at the netflix and swill podcast says under the silver lake is the movie i can't get out of my head it's so damn good i feel like you and i see that film a little differently dan but you know i'm glad you enjoyed it and I feel like I see that film even a third way differently. Not at all. That, in that I haven't seen it at all. <laughs> yeah. Movie in 103 says, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. 100% the best movie of the year. Not even any percent left over there. Very good. That's how confident she is. Dude Zillia Sova says, High Life. One on my watch list. I've got to get to it. You heard about High Life? No. Is it a stoner movie? Is Seth Rogen in it? No. Is, is, it, a- got, is it a life sequel with Eddie Murphy? No. I'm not even going to bother telling you what it's about. Please. The Real Doa says, so far, it's book smart. Justin Herring says, Under the Silver Lake. Amy Tomlinson says, Midsommar. 
Core Extra podcast says Crawl. Crawl. You surely have heard of Crawl. Vaguely heard of it because I saw that you saw it. I haven't seen Crawl. Well, then what am I thinking of? No, no, no I've, I have heard of Crawl. It's a, is it a horror? Yeah, it's one of those cheesy yeah. crocodile monster. Crocodile. Yeah, like a flooding and the big crocodiles come in. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Today I watched a movie, says Detective Pikachu. Piecing it together podcast says Climax. Renard N. Bansale says, Apollo 11. Have you watched Apollo 11 yet, Dean? No! Come on, man. You scared me with all that. It's this long, boring documentary talk that you said. I did say it was a documentary. You also said it was really slow and poorly paced. Yeah, slow, poorly paced, four stars. Last one here on Twitter from the oddball Aussie, The Highwaymen, with Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. I've seen that very recently. I'll be talking about that later on. I have not, just in case anyone's... No, no one was... Unclear on that yeah, one. I think everyone was quite clear that you had not seen that film. Judging by the very vague... Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Just before we move on, do you do you think you're going to beat your record from last year? What was my record? I think you got to 130? like... 30? Yeah, about 130, I think it was. Well, I'm at 38 now. <laughs> so, honestly, I don't think so. I think I was really actively watching a lot more new movies last year. What changed your mind? Uh, was it the fact you do a movie podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really stopped. I mean, you you laugh, but it takes time out of my movie watching. Oh, so no. yeah, sure. Let's head on over to Facebook. Uh, Christina Shirapa, John Wick three. Yes, Dipak Patel says book smart, and Robert Stewart says, "Is it a liter? I hear it's supposed to be a liter." <laughs> And let's check out our Patreon for our lovely, lovely patrons. Brother Shane says, dragged across concrete. <laughs> uh, Chris Beardsell says, dragged across concrete also. Already watched it twice this year, and it's likely I'll go in for a third viewing before the year is over. Keeping the trend going here, Hayden Gerloff says, hadn't seen a lot this year, but my favourites have been dragged across concrete and Lords of Chaos. Interesting. Thank you very much, everyone, for your responses. But Dean... Let's get to our top five films so far, 2019. Yes. All right, mate, kick it off with you. What's your number five? You know, I was almost going to try and not be all, uh, you know, superhero-y, bit of the old Marvel fanboy about it, but I can't help it. It's Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. My number five is Rocketman. Nice. What about your number four? My number four is a movie you got me on, uh, Arctic. Good choice. Good choice for your top five. My number four, ironically, is Toy Story 4. Hmm. My number three, unironically, is Toy Story 4. Yeah, that sounds weird. Yeah, it's not the same. No. My number three is the newest highest grossing film of all time, Avengers Endgame. Interesting. Is it? You just may see that on my list at some point. Really? So number two is the documentary At the Heart of Gold. That is also my number two. Nice. Fantastic documentary. It is. And my number one, really no roll. We anticipated this one. Surely no one knows what it is. Really no surprise to anyone. It's Avengers Endgame. Yes, well, my number one, you've already mentioned it, Mads Mikkelsen, Arctic. Mm, yes. Great film. So, let's take a look at the competition to see who chose correctly. All right, how many people, Endo, None. chose Endgame? Oh, well done. <laughs> 17. Nice. And Arctic? None. None. Hmm. Okay. No, no, I'm, what was I trying to say? Are you honestly, just... I'm impressed because normally you follow the crowd so often. I was gonna, I was gonna try and pull that I'm back just, on you. Then. I'm impressed that you know you're actually gone out on a limb here, and now you're copying me. It's that, okay to mimic me sometimes. I'm not copying you. I'm just not going out on a limb by picking the highest-grossing film <laughs> of all time. <laughs> 
But yes, 17 people have chosen Endgame. And let's do a little random number generator to see who's going to win some sweet merch. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Stop that. <laughs> oh. Who we got, Hendo? It's our boy, TJ, from former T- movie, Movies with the Misses. TJ. <laughs> TJ. Oh, what a legend. Look at that. I miss TJ. Pops back up on Twitter, answers Endgame, and snaps off some IMDb Journey merch. Well oh, done, buddy. You son of a bitch. We'll get in contact with you, and we'll send you out some awesome merch. There's this tournament. Let the tournament begin! All right, Dean, it's time to find out the results of the final 16 in our best 1980s film tournament. Now, let's take a look at the results. First one, no surprises. The Empire Strikes Back takes out Raging Bull with an 84% rager. Oh, this one stings for Dean. (laughs) All right, next up, we have Once Upon a Time in America, unfortunately losing to Platoon, 20% to 80%. Next match here, Blade Runner. The 20th seed takes out the number four seed, Grave of the Fireflies, with an 81% victory. This is probably one of the first ones we've had where really low seeds are getting super high. Generally, every other one is like the one to six seeds. Make it to the end. But the next match is our only discrepancy in our bracket for this round. Yes, it is. We had, wow, we had the Terminator up against the Thing, and 100 votes later, somehow the Thing came back and won it with 52%. You can tell by Dean's downer expression here that uh, I had the Thing winning this one to his Terminator. Yeah, it was amazing because the Terminator was so far in front for the majority of it, how just out of nowhere at the end, it, the thing just came up and won it. It's also funny how this one has 100 votes and every other one has like 65 to 70. Hmm, interesting. But that's how it happens. It is how it happens. Turns out it was super easy. <laughs> but the next match here, very close here. This is the highlight one for me. Back to the Future against Die Hard. And Back to the Future pips at 54%. Hmm. Next up, we have Aliens up against Return of the Jedi. And Aliens does take it out with 68%. Heading into our second last match here, it's the Indiana Jones battle. And really no surprises, Raiders of the Lost Ark takes out Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade with a 76% victory. And lastly here, we had The Shining up against Amadeus. And I'm actually impressed it wasn't a bigger blowout, but The Shining wins 74% to 26. And that brings us into the final eight of the best 1980s film tournament. Let's take a look at those matches. First match here is The Empire Strikes Back against Platoon. Next up, we have Blade Runner up against The Thing. That is going to be a film Twitter match for the ages. I'll tell you that. Next match here is Back to the Future against Aliens. Jeez, that's tough, isn't it? It is. And lastly, we have Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark up against The Shining. Wow. Four pretty solid matches there. Mm. Be curious to see those results. All right, Dean, we're about to head into what else we've been watching. But before we do, we're going to play you a promo from our good buddies, JD and Brendan at the In Session Film Podcast. Now, we do breakdowns ourselves here, but we have a little bit of a playful banter and we're not as finessed as old uh, JD and Brendan. And of course, Jay and Ryan, who have also been on our show, on our Pod V Pod. These guys, they are so in-depth with their discussions on movies. Uh, it baffles me how intelligent their intellect is when they discuss their movies. Are you barring up over there, Hendo? A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. Nah, In Session Film Podcast is one of my favourite podcasts to listen to every single time. Go there and check them out. You won't regret it. We'll play their promo now and we'll see you on the other side for what else we've been watching. Hello, everyone. This is JD from the In Session Film Podcast. Each week, we review the latest from Hollywood, California. Well, yes, Brendan. We also give top three lists. Okay. Yeah. Thanks again, Brendan. 
Additionally, you can hear us talk other movie news, trailers, varying movie series, or other interesting film-related topics, and even rants and raves of the week. That's correct, Brendan. On top of our main show, every Friday, you can also hear our extra film podcasts. Good job, Brendan. Thank you, JD. It's my goal to make you proud. You're the father after all. <laughs> yes, and I'm very proud. Uh, you can listen to the In Session Film podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or at InSessionFilm.com. Brendan, will you please let me complete just one? Nope. Oh, for heaven's sake. Listen to the In Session Film podcast every Monday and Friday. Subscribe today and hear me verbally beat JD like a Cherokee drum. No, 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 no. That's not how this works, sir. Hey, no, you, you, no, no, you no. go cry at Midnight Special again, oh, okay? That's okay. what you're I good will. for. I will. You know what? And I'll do it while pummeling you. I'll do both at the same time. How are you going to pummel me? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy it. Hey, listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you all for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie related. Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us. We're always looking to improve our show to get our name out there. And there's a couple of ways you can help us. Yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. You know, let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and another personal favourite of mine, CastBox. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at twitter.com slash imdbjourney, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash imdbjourney, or you can email us at imdbjourney at gmail.com. Exactly. Another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes for us. And like we've been saying, if you want to give us a review and send us a Snapchat, Snapchat? God, a screenshot. That probably sounds a bit better, yeah, doesn't it? please don't send Snapchats. We don't like your nudes. <laughs> DM us a screenshot of your review and we'll get in contact with you and send you out some sweet merch. We do have a new review here from Jurassic Nap. Love film. Love talking about it. Love hearing two dudes from Australia say things that Americans like me find amusing. Look no further. Hilarious and informative. Cracker review there, mate. Nice. Cheers, bruv. Bruv. We're British now. (laughs) I don't even know what's Australian anymore. Good job, Cobber. (laughs) Or if you're really loving the content and are looking for more, why not check out our Patreon where we post another weekly show breaking down films not on the IMDb Top 250 list. Yeah, that's right. What have we got coming up this week, Hendo? Well, Dean, we're heading into our Mission Impossible series and we're up to the very interesting Mission Impossible 2. Well, it's definitely one that is not looked upon in the same positive light, potentially, than the other ones. So I'm really looking forward to actually going back and watching a movie that I personally loved as a uh, as a teenager. Yeah, me too. I'd be curious to see what I think of it now. We do want to give a shout out to a new patron. A beautiful patron. It is the Miss Rosa Pera. She is our latest top tier patron. It's It does not get I, any I, better than this. I can, I'm shocked. I'm, it's fantastic. Rosa, we really, really appreciate your support, your generosity, and uh, you'll be hearing a bit more from Rosa coming up soon. She's going to be choosing basically how we dictate the show for the next couple of weeks coming up, so be on the lookout for that. Absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash imdbjourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer. The good. The bad. Come on, man. Do I have to tell you to do this every time? Spoiler free, fuckface. Well, you just heard it there from (laughs) Andrew. Really no need to say any more. All right, Dean, let's get into it. How many films are you going to be talking about today? Six. Six. What about you, Hendo? Six is impressive for you. Thank you. I've been working very hard this past fortnight. Okay, well, I am at a gentleman's 12. (sighs) 
Still too many, Hendo. Still no, too many. No, it's not. Trim it back. Trim it back. Cut it by half. More than half. Sure. All right. Obviously, we'll start with me. My number 12 is Stuba. Please be a five-star ride. Hey! Uber? Yeah. Be cool. Be nice. I'm Stu. How do you do? Compton. I'm LAPD. Let's go. Do you have a more specific address? Compton! Yelling neighborhoods, that's not how Uber works. Hi. Hi, ladies. What the hell's going on? You selected the Uber pool option. Uber what? Ladies, official police business. Is that even real? Get out of the car! Stuba. Stuba. Okay, what, do you, what is it? It is a comedy with Dave Batista and Kamal Nanjani about a detective who recruits his Uber driver into an unexpected night of adventure. Is the Uber driver's name Stu? I know you only know that because I told you. <laughs> I thought I was sound smart for a second. <laughs> Just a small Stuba. second. It sounds terrible. I mean, it is. All right. Is there any, anything redeeming about it? It is, a, it is a generic action comedy that offers nothing new. There is a couple of laughs, but more misses than hits with a predictable story and predictable action tropes. It is easily forgettable a couple of days after watching it. I'll give it a two star. That's yeah, not that bad. Does that mean you're going to watch it? No. Of course not. All right, we have a review here. We have two reviews. One from Dev. Stuba is a masterpiece. Caps lock. I think he's trying to tell me something. What do you think he means? think he means it's a masterpiece. More like a masterpiece of shit. Whoa! That's terrible. I know. And another one here from our boy, TJ. Hard not to like the two leads, but it still came off a little mediocre. Some decent laughs, a generic story, and awful villains made for the ultimate mixed bag. Three stars. Not bad. All right, that brings me to my number 11, which is the 2019 remake of The Lion King. And you've already heard our review about that. If you haven't, go ahead and check it out. Puts me to my number 10. It is a Netflix film called Point Blank. Is Keanu Reeves in it? No, that's Point Break. Ah, was close. My mistake. Now it stars Frank Grillo and Anthony Mackie about a nurse who is forced to spring a wounded murder suspect from the hospital when the man's brother kidnaps his pregnant wife and wants to make a trade. And for me, there were some fair moments where I was generally entertained, but there was just as many times where I was bored or rolling my eyes at what was going on. It is highly generic and predictable. It is easily forgettable. Just move on. It's one of those Netflix films. You, it comes up, you watch it, you're like, eh, okay, already forgotten it, move on. And it gets two and a half from me. I've already forgotten the name of the film. Point Break. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves Did film. I say Point Break? Yes. Okay, here's a review for Point Blank from Short and Sweet Film Reviews. Have you ever asked when will Hollywood make an original film that showcases Frank Grillo stomping his foot into the face of Oscar winner Marsha Gay Harden? Well, Netflix is here for you with Point Blank. I was going to say Point Break. <laughs> an action flick void of comic relief and any real thrills. One and a half stars. All right, moving on to my number nine, which is the first film the patrons gave me, Big Trouble in Little China. Ah, yes. Is this Kurt Russell? This is Kurt Russell. I haven't seen this one either. Kurt Russell is a machine in this film, not a literal machine. Okay. He's not part android. No, he's not. He's so great in this film. This is one of the most insanely idiotic and ridiculous films I've ever seen, and that's why I would recommend it. It is kind of a blast, honestly. It's so out there that you just got to see it. Kurt Russell just shines in this film. It's a three-star film for me. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I'm not going to watch it. I know. It sounds. It just sounds low. What do you mean? I said it's insanely idiotic and ridiculous. But that sounds like a good thing. Not everything has to be insanely, insanely idiotic and ridiculous, and it is like it's an amazing five-star film. Okay. 
Okay, here's a review for Big Trouble in Little China from I Understood That Reference. Big Trouble in Little China gets better with every watch. And it was amazing at first watch. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on. Number eight, another patron requested film, Superman 2. <laughs> See, you should have watched the Richard Donner cut. How am I supposed to know that? I have Superman 2, I watch it. Yeah, you watched the wrong Superman 2. Well, I'm not watching the other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't mind this overall. Like, I do remember parts of this film. I think I'd seen little bits and pieces of it before. And it was good to see Superman up against some villains who equaled his strength. And I did like the progression of the Clark and Lois relationship. However, compared to the first Superman, which I believe I gave four and a half when I watched it, when you made me Very watch good. It, yeah. This is a gigantic step down. It's just It just felt a bit all over the joint. Oddly paced with some noticeably poor and outdated effects, which is weird because in the first Superman, I didn't feel that. I thought the effects were still held up. So it's fine. It's three stars. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it, but I saw it ages ago and I have very little memory of it. So, yeah. Cool. I don't remember it being amazing or anything. All right, let's talk about my number seven film. It's a DC animated film. It's called Batman Hush. Nice. That is also on my list. All right. Well, why don't we talk about it, Dean? What do you think of it? Well, this was actually an interesting viewing experience for me because I knew this movie was coming out and I was excited for it because the graphic novel is fantastic mm-hmm. and I was looking forward to seeing it. Now, this funny thing happened, though, when I'm watching this film is that I thought it would end one way and I was incredibly wrong just because I'd forgotten how the, the comic went. So, so it was better experience. It, it? I mean, it was. I was like, twist happened. I was like, whoa. But even then I was like waiting for the, the reverse twist to happen. And it didn't. So, <laughs> Which it, is a twist in itself. No, like I had a great experience watching it. I thought the use of the many villains was great. Even there's a point where you get a few quick cuts of random villains. I love all that shit. So... I really like this one. I think it's a great story and I think the animated film actually did it some kind of justice after some of the pretty disappointing films, namely The Killing Joke recently. Yeah, Killing Joke was not good. Okay, so what did you think of it? I agree with you. I enjoyed this one. I think having the blend of a lot of familiar characters in this one, even though they're only in it for like a little bit at a time, it made me enjoy it more. Like There were some DC animated films I saw recently where there's just characters. I've got no idea who these people are, and they just they just go along with it so casually. Like, yep, this is this person. I'm like, okay, no idea. But this one, every person who was in this, I knew. And it was great. It was a good, good fun film. Great story as well about the relationship between Batman and Catwoman. Yes. Yeah, I don't think I'd seen... Has that been in any other big DC animated film? Not that I can recall, no, Hendo. The only one I could really think of was Mystery of the Catwoman. I don't even know if that's about that. I don't believe so, actually. But Batman Hush gets three stars from me. Nice. Gets three and a half from me. That brings me to my number six, which is The Highwaymen. Do you know about this at all? I know the poster and I know who's in it. That's about it. What about... You, Hendo, you obviously know know more about it. I know a bit about it. It's a Netflix film. It's uh, Obviously, it's got Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner in it. It's actually the story of the two, like, detectives who took down Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Have you seen the original Bonnie and Clyde? I haven't. I have. I think you might enjoy it more than I did, actually. Why? Because... It shows, like, it talks about stuff that would happen in that movie. Because it's, it's do you basically. Do I have any recollection of the oh, yeah, my apologies. Bonnie and Clyde? <laughs> I'm surprised you remember anything from Batman I was probably Hush. 13 when I saw it. Now, this is a decent film. It's got some pretty good pacing. It makes it feel a lot shorter than what it turned out to be. It's over- it looks really boring. You you see a poster. You have it's, no it's, idea what it's about. They're brown Don't colors. go and say it brown looks colors boring. on a poster. It is has not a poster good. of Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson, and you're like, it looks boring. Don't judge a book by its poster. They've got like old school clothes on. 
What is wrong Called with that? Called highway man. Suits on. I'm thinking like a long, like desert freeway sort of thing. It's yeah. you are 100 a genuine dickhead. Sometimes. A movie's got to really grab me for me to watch it. <laughs> a movie poster. Yes. No, for me, keeping the Bonnie and Clyde section a bit more mysterious and in the background really worked well, as it puts the focus more on Hammer and Galt and them coming to terms with their inner demons. So overall, it is quite an enjoyable time, and it gets three and a half stars from me. Mm. All right, let's go to you, mate. Your number six, your worst film of the fortnight. What do you got? Without a doubt, it's The Lion King, which we've done a bonus episode on, so back to you, Hendo. I mean, you're pretty good at going, all right, this is mine, and back to you, mate. (laughs) So my number five is 1988's Bloodsport. John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, I know what it is. I haven't seen it. It's fun. Is it? Yeah. Perfect amount of cheese in this one. Lots of fun to be had. Some classic 80s shtick. There's some, obviously there's some hokey acting and some eye rolling one-liners, but it all works well with what the film is. It's a bloody good time. It's three and a half stars. Fair enough. All right. Are are you going to be talking now or is this number five Batman Hush? No, it is not Batman Hush. It is the final quarter. Okay, the final quarter. Why don't you tell the Americans what this is? Yeah, this is a tough one to talk about with the Americans. Um, Or probably anyone (laughs) anyone that isn't in Australia. Uh, So the final quarter is a documentary about racism in the AFL, our national game, I guess. Um, In particular, one Aborigine player. Basically what sparked it is he's pointed out a 13-year-old girl in a crowd and has said, she called me an ape. And there's like he physically stopped playing and pointed her out. Security escorted her away. And this whole racism in footy debate really got ramped up. Now, this documentary is entirely like stock footage and audio from news, various footy shows. Is it interviews? No, it's all it's no, it's all just footy shows, radio interviews, but not like the people making this have not gone back and interviewed anyone. Okay. It's just cut together everything that was going on at the time. So, so they're, just, they're just going through all the facts that happened? Yes. Okay. Yes. So for for what it does, I think it does it well. So for anyone who doesn't know much about it, it actually does a great job of presenting both sides of the argument. But I found ultimately that without without sort of having anything anything more recent, any like mm. direct interviews and anything that really made it more personal. And also, to be honest, I have already seen a lot of this footage yeah. and I know about this stuff because it goes over a few years. I know about this all very well. Like I'm, I follow footy pretty closely. So it wasn't anything new for me, but I thought for what it was presenting, it did it well. So it gets three stars for me. Fair enough. Well, my number four is Deadwood, the movie. Man, this is good. Especially, obviously, you need to be a Deadwood fan to have yeah. a really good time with this one. Make sure you remember Deadwood. Yeah. Gave us a fitting conclusion to a great series. I certainly got some nostalgia seeing Swearingen and Bullock talking again. It was good. Overall, I feel like you have to, you obviously have to see the show to watch the movie. If you haven't, go see the show and then come back and check out the movie because you'll have a good time with it. Three and a half stars. Hmm. Okay, number four, Dean. What do you got? Long shot. Ah, yes. Haven't had the opportunity to see this yet. Tell me, what do you think of it? I thought it was okay. Um, maybe okay is probably not doing it enough credit. It's good for the throwaway romantic comedy, which really we don't get much of anymore. This I can't. I can't buy the Seth Rogen and Charlie's Theron or Charlie's Theron love story. And it annoys me because a lot of people said, like, they have great chemistry and yada, yada, yada. I, I just didn't. I just, it was so extraordinarily unbelievable 
that you just you need to forget about that side and just try and enjoy the jokes. Probably went on a bit long for me as well. Okay. But I laughed occasionally. It's an easy, a super easy watch. Is Seth Rogen playing Seth Rogen? Of course. And that, honestly, like I wasn't even going to say it, but it's annoying how much he is just flabby stoner guy. Could he have easily just been the guy from Knocked Up who's just moved on with yeah, his same, life and he's same character. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. It's all, you just can't see past that Seth Rogen stuff. So he is who he is. It's obviously working for him. And yeah, I, I give it three stars. Cool. Got a review here from Corey Tatum. It was like watching oil and water mix, which they don't. And it worked. Wow. <laughs> okay. You almost got me. The comedy bits hit on all levels. The chemistry between Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron is so natural. The social commentary is spot on. I really enjoyed it and laughed hysterically out loud. Four stars. Thanks, Corey. Next up from the Feel and Film podcast, just watched it this week and was surprised at how much I loved it. A lot of positivity out there for long shot. Oh, I'll probably still check it out. Of course you'll check it out. Yeah, so you're, watch, a, you're watching a... Stuba. All right, my number three is the last film that the patrons gave me to watch this fortnight, Frost Nixon. Hmm. I only watched it once, but I loved it. It was pretty good. Incredibly well acted. Incredibly well acted. I just feel like it just went on a little bit too long before it, before it got going. Frank Langella is pristine as Nixon here. Michael Sheen delivers too as Frost. The film's first half is fine. It just it just kicks into gear when the interview starts. That's where it gets fantastic. So it's a really good film overall. It's three and a half stars for me. Hmm. Okay, your number three, mate. My number three is Parenthood. Parenthood? I'd never seen it. I still haven't. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. this is just one of those... Gee, I think it's 80s, maybe early 90s. What year was it? 1989. 89. There you go. It's got your... Rick Moranis, Steve Martin. All those classic comedians. Yeah, it got nominated for a couple Oscars. Uh, Keanu no. Reeves? Yes, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Super young. Obviously, it's 1989. It's it's a very fun, enjoyable movie. It looks at serious stuff as well, though. Like, it's it's parenthood, but it's, like it's not just your Steve Martin, Father of the Bride stuff. Like, it does look at the issues with being a parent and the issues with being a kid. And having parents and But could it be a prequel to Father of the Bride? Would it make sense? No. Is it meant to? No. I'm saying like he it looks like he's taking care of young kids and then Father of the Bride he's sending one off to be married. Nah. No, nah, I don't buy it. Okay. Um yeah, it was it was good. I should have watched it years ago. Like honestly, it's it's a very very fine movie. Cool. Three stars. Alright, that brings me to my number two, and that is John Wick, chapter three, Parabellum. You have no idea what's coming. Mr. Wick broke the rules. I trust you understand the repercussions if he survives. John Wick, excommunicado, is now in effect. You shouldn't be here. Nice suit. Good to see you, too. I need your help. After this, we are less than even. There's no escape for you. The high table wants your life. Would you help set the mood for our new guest? Let us begin. Now, for me, the John Wick franchise has gotten better and better with each instalment. So, is this the best? 
This one has topped it once again. It's very uh, Fury Road-esque in more ways than one. When you see it eventually, Dean, you'll understand. This film boasts some unique and visually appealing action scenes. Interesting new characters. I like visually appealing. Well done. And it also has a simple yet very engaging plot. It is an easy and fun watch. It is a very high recommend for me. It is four stars. Nice. Okay, here's a couple of reviews for John Wick Chapter 3 from Kyle of Cthulhu. John Wick is a franchise that gets better with each movie by adding more depth to the world Wick inhabits, a world where potentially anyone can be a secret assassin and regular folks are so okay with this they rarely are startled or run from a gun or knife fight. John Wick 3, my fave. Here's one from The Film Cactus. The story was rushed and underdeveloped. The action scenes were too long, too frequent, and too over the top. The dialogue was even cheesy at times. I was super disappointed because I really enjoyed the first two films. It's quite a stark contrast there. And our last one here from Movie Drone Podcast. Doug Dags, then you'll love John Wick 3. Brutal in places, and the knife scene was great fun in a stabby kind of way. Thanks, Steve. All right, mate, you're number two. My number two is King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? It's a good film. I think I've seen it before. Oh, really? What are you talking about it then for? I think I have seen it before, Um, but I wasn't sure enough not to talk about it, so here we are. This is the documentary of grown men playing arcade games uh, competitively, not even for money, just competitively for honour. And it is quite amusing at times. It's quite... I mean, it's just funny how serious these people take. But, I mean, I actually thought when I was watching it, you were sort of... Like really making fun of these people, which I felt was unfair. They these are people that have found something they love to do, and they are just they putting their life into it. They're very passionate people, and you got to respect passion. I so, think you misinterpreted what I meant. No, I remember you were hanging a lot of shit on these people. So. I was hanging shit on how villainy Billy Mitchell is, and how over Billy, the top Billy he could Mitchell. be. He could be a mushroom. Mushroom. He could be a mustache twirling cartoon villain. He is so over the top. See, this it's is hilarious. What I mean. This is a documentary. Billy is a real person yeah. with, you know, uh, stuff that real people have. Wow. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought then. Shocker. Billy is a real person. Did you person. actually just forget your review halfway through it? That's a new That's a new low for your memory. Just watch your rating, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's three stars. Okay. Almost every movie is three stars. <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> Got a review here from Daniel. Not me. King of Kong is one of my all-time favourite documentaries. That creepy cheater Billy Mitchell can eat dog shit. It's a bit uh, intense. It is, but deserved because he is super creepy. He is. He's basically a comic book villain, so. Yes, glad to see you agree with me. (laughs) Anyway. Number ones, mate. Let's do it. My number one is Gloria Bell. Purple poster. Am I right? (laughs) Am I right? I should have just said that. You would have known what it was. Yep. I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan of the title, I must say. <laughs> really doesn't give anything away. Do you even know who's in it? Julianne Moore? Yep, and yeah. John Totoro. Okay. I'm not his biggest fan, but okay. Well, I, th- I know what you're going to say after this one sentence, brief summary of it. A free-spirited woman in her 50s seeks out love at LA dance clubs. I didn't want to go into the letterbox one because it's so bloody long. For me... This is a genuinely great film with some fantastic performances from Julianne Moore and John Totaro. It is a somewhat coming-of-age slash midlife crisis tale with many, many three-dimensional characters. Gloria Bell doesn't just lay it all out there in black and white for you. It lets you understand everyone's... Is it black situation. and white? 
They just said it doesn't let, let it lay it out in black and white. Oh, good. So it's not in black and white. Do you listen? Oh. The film lets you understand everyone's situations and really connect with one or more of them, keeping you engaged from beginning to end. Add in an awesome soundtrack and once again, some outstanding performances. You've got yourself a standout for 2019 here. It gets four stars from me. Okay, here's a couple of reviews. One from Colby Mack. It is definitely a film for a particular audience. It's not bad, but it's a fine, okay movie. Best I've seen Julianne Moore in a while. And damn, she may be the hottest woman in her age bracket going right now. What's her age bracket? 50 plus. 50 plus. Isn't she? I don't know. No. Anyway, and our last review here from JD at the In Session Film Podcast. Good film. Nice. All right, mate. Last movie to talk about. Your number one. What is, is it? And Hush. So back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly completely forgot about that. Oh, man. Okay, that's going to do it then. It will. Thank you very much to Duty from Shake and Not Nerve for coming on and getting well, nothing right. Thank you, mate. I guess he loves bagels. Because of the zeros. No, he just likes bagels. Oh, don't double down on it. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> All right, next week, Dean. What are we doing? Oh, Seventh Seal. Oh, I'm surprised you remembered. The Chess on the Beach. That's what it should have been called? Yes. Uh, it's going to be an interesting watch. I'm, I'm going to try and go into it with some more open eyes here. Find out what what is this movie trying to say? Because I remember I watched it when we were powering through our initial top 250 watch. And we were smashing out five films a day. So I didn't really give it that much time. But we'll see how we go for next week. Okay. And for next week's top five, we'll go top five foreign films. Got a lot to choose from there. Yeah, there's, there's a few. There is a yeah. few foreign films out there. All right. So thank you, Dean. Thank you, Hendo. And thank you to our listeners. We will see you next week for The Seventh Seal. Bye. Bye.